0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this much-awaited long episode of The Chat. As always, I am your panel moderator, Casey Hutchison. And you you guys know, uh, our daytime TV fans know, we have so much to discuss. But before we get into everything, let's check in on our co-host, Tiggs. How are you?
1: I'm doing pretty good, Casey.
0: Wonderful. And Alan, how are you? Are you doing okay? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge? I'm adequate. I'm not that certain shit Steve was doing. <laughs> um, D, how are you, my dear?
2: Uh, I'm still stuck on Alan's hand expression. Sorry. Give me a second. I completely, oh, okay.
0: God, I I just completely <laughs> lost it. I wish the show was video sometimes. (laughs) Uh, Well, well.
2: (laughs) I'm okay. Okay. Not that kind of okay. Not Steve Burton okay. Ah, ah, Not Ghetto Clanks okay. But I'm chill. (laughs) I'm
0: chill. Um, Well, before we check into problematic hospital, uh, let's just kick off with some other hot topics that kind of came out throughout the week. Um, let's stop at CBS first. Uh, so CBS, uh, The Young and the Restless, announced that Desperate Housewives and General Hospital alum Richard Berge will join the cast in a recurring role of Ashlyn Locke beginning March 12th. And of course, this character has been long talked about for months. He's the husband to Tara Locke, who Kyle had the a fairy kid with. Um, so lots going on there, but I'm very excited about this casting, even with the current state of the show. But Alan, let's get your thoughts on Richard Berge. What do you think?
3: I'm excited for the story. I I think this Richard Berge is an okay actor. He's okay, but I'm not really excited for him. He He's just like one of those actors you see, it and it's like, oh, he's here. Mm. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's not how I feel. See, I was a Carl and Brie fan when they had that affair behind Orson's back when he was in prison. Uh, now, <laughs> you already know Casey, if somebody
1: over 60 that's on their way to get an SSI, Alan ain't trying to hear that shit. <laughs>
3: I Alan, not hate all old people I like some old people look Alan said I Alan, was children. what old person do you like I need names because I'm I'm, like, right, I'm, I've I'm,
1: never heard you say anything nice <laughs> about anybody over the age of 60 but maybe Marlon. maybe
3: I like James Reynolds I like Jane Elliot uh who else do I, no Travis Scott is okay um uh, there are sure' there's other old people I like <laughs> did, did you hear <laughs> you know, the know what lady Alan sounds
2: down? like <laughs> Do you know what Alan sounds like? Brian Alan Frum. sounds like that person that starts listing their Black friends to prove their boxes. Yeah. He's like, like, oh, people are like, this one and this one and it's this not one. His black <laughs> <friends>. <laughs> not his
0: Black friends, no. <laughs> See, Alan's like the person who uh, came to get the last six Dr. Seuss books. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I think, it's I think the person good. that pulls your plug. <laughs> okay. I <tell laughs> 62 father, he he's is the one that, that pulls her. That's when what now, he is. mama wants him for something.
1: So she do that little
2: light tap at the
1: dough to make sure like he don't blow her ass away when she when he opened it. So I'm like, damn, Adam, do you like your mama?
0: I, I'm, not no. sure.
3: <laughs> I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure. She's under 60, anymore. so. Oh, ain't that a bitch? People like, oh <laughs> uh, no, mama. Ain't that still a, a bitch?
2: <laughs> okay, she he's
1: like, like, oh, like
2: only. Cause she's sixty. When she hits sixty-five, bitch. Exactly. Uh, so- <laughs> my mama got about three, four years left. In
1: her
0: ass out. I'm like, oh. We we just got so off topic, and we're not even five minutes in. <laughs> anyway,
1: hey, that was just Rodrigo's portion.
0: Okay. He yeah. Oh yeah. So Rodrigo couldn't be here tonight. You know, pour one out for the hobby. Oh. uh No. Donny Bo has has not gotten him. He is just off doing other things in life at the moment. But he'll be back next week. He got called away like Chance did. Yeah. <laughs> Alan, Alan said, Well, you know, Rodrigo and I were going to free sperm to make a baby. Where is he? And Tiggs is like, I'm sorry. He had to go off and do other things.
1: Uh, Out of all the federal agents in the world, they call some bumbling one from General City, Wisconsin. Okay.
0: Um. Anyway. I'm so, still stuck
2: on y'all donating sperm. I'm done. Bye.
0: I know. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like Victor Newman right now, (laughs) when Ashley and Diane were just hopping all over the place in the early 2000s. So anyway, of course, you know, with Richard coming on uh, there, in my opinion, is a lot of great choices for him to be paired with, um, you know, for romantic stuff. I know a few people have said Michelle Stafford, a few have said Judith Chapman, uh, D, what do you think? Who would you want to see the powerful tycoon Ashlyn Locke be with?
2: Uh, shouldn't he be with his wife?
1: What oh, are y'all doing? Please,
0: like that matters. I mean... <laughs> Bill Bell's the young and the rest. Of them.
1: Oh, don't nobody care about her. Dee- yeah,
2: yeah. team play about nobody I know. Dee,
0: you've been watching soaps for how long?
2: <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all trying to pair this man up with people, and the people that I actually care about don't even have love interests. So, uh, uh, I don't care who he's paired with. I just want him to come and try to mess up Kyle's life because I'm a Sky fan and we live for the drama. See, so I'm fine. ready for him to show up and get up in Kyle's face and slam him up against walls. I just oh, hope yes. that my man that used to be on General, that he brings those handcuffs that he had on General Hospital when he was getting tied up and stuff uh, and stuff during balls. <laughs> so yeah, that's all I'm here for. Let's but don't, just keep don't it be real. Bad. I'm just like, hey.
0: Don't be packing no syringes on this show, Richard.
2: <laughs> I'm not dealing with syringes, but if you want to come through with some handcuffs, let's make it clap, yo. Okay. Let's do
0: it. Well, look, and this is when I wish Jess Walton was on the show regularly because I think she and Richard would have great chemistry. Um, but anyway, so Tiggs, what about you? What are your thoughts on uh, Richard? And what do you hope to see for this character? I mean, I've always liked him. Yeah, I liked him on Desperate Housewives, you know?
1: Of a sexy older white man but you know he wasn't shit you see why susan dumped him but but you see why she, she got with him too though exactly but, um... <laughs> and i see
0: why Bree dropped that pencil skirt for okay i was school. just
1: like you know he's a good father to julie but just a terrible husband but exactly. um <laughs> yeah I, i'm all for it like oh uh, he would be perfect for ashley if eileen was back full time um him and phyllis could do something because Anything better than her having sex and playing video games and, like, staring daggers at Victoria and talking about Summer's cooter all day is fine by me.
2: No, nah, I'm ready for Phyllis and Sally to go at it, okay? Oh, me because too. Because if bitch. anybody's going to get Phyllis to revert back to herself, it's going to be Sally because Phyllis is her best she messing with her baby, so you already know Phyllis gonna come and blow up Sally's whole little life. That's what it was for. See, y'all looking for the wrong things.
1: I I just want Phyllis to have a good story. I just want her to have a story. I mean, yeah, her fighting some wench for her daughter—that's great. But I mean, it, it would be even better if Sally was a real bitch about it. Like, look, right now I don't give a damn about your daughter. I'm trying to get this Abbott money, okay? <laughs> like, yeah.
0: it needs don't to come that's oh. the job it oh, okay. Fuck nick.
1: okay okay but you know here's you the thing me. though
0: alan you bring that up but i want it to be a real screw i don't want her to have to drug him or them to get drunk like just have it be a real yeah, screw. All real in and out oh okay oh, that, that, now that'll be everything yes that'll be everything of course you know nick will grimace at her for six months after that but it's fine it's joshua morrow who cares
2: You know what? I I need to see next dick though because like I really do. I'm trying to figure out what makes these women go wild over this man, and then at the same time be ready to up and leave him for the next one. Like Ellen,
0: did you just say
3: ten inches? Ten inches. It must be (laughs) ten inches minimum.
2: 10 inch minimum it has to be like minimum. he's like liam spencer on bald and the beautiful he okay. has to be packing that heat because and you know there's no there's no,
0: would put there's up no, no turtleneck shit. around it you know he he's full out there oh
1: yeah like I, I i'm ready like i know you said casey something about putting him with victoria victoria that man too old for victoria Victoria needs a hot 40
2: year old stallion. Victoria Rich needs Morgan. to get with Ray, okay? That's what
1: needs Richard to happen. Oh, oh my
0: God, do you remember that blackout episode where he came over to- Oh, I babe. was
2: waiting for them to smash, and yes. it didn't happen, oh, and God. I was very upset about it. I've been wait, waiting for Victoria and Ray for a while.
1: Ray and Victoria, Victoria needs fire to go with her ice, and Ray, mm, Ray but has he fire, Sharon. he just
2: ain't got it with Sharon.
0: Let's just keep it real. And they gave they gave Is Sharon, Sharon Victoria, okay it
1: just said, I'm just over the character and don't like him. He's they gave Sharon and
0: Victoria the wrong stories because they had Sharon, you know, they did the whole cop and prisoner fall in love, but that should have been Victoria's storyline, especially since she was abused by JT. So, you know, Ray and Victoria should have been together this entire time. Uh, uh.
1: I mean, I, I won't wait pair with a toe tag, but I guess.
0: Well, let's uh, move on to more behind-the-scenes stuff at The Young and the Restless. Uh, y and has a new script writer. Uh, so Susan Banks, who was the former CBS promotions director who made some iconic ads and some iconic promos, uh, she's always wanted to write for y and and she has gotten that chance now. So her first script already aired on March the 1st, and on joining the show, she said, writing for the show is a thrilling ride that challenges my creative juices every week. Bill and Lee Philip Bell are icons of the television industry whose love, mentorship, and support I have always cherished. It is an honor to be a part of their soap opera family and the legacy that has continued for almost 48 years. So Tiggs, what do you think of Susan coming to y to join her other Susan on the team, Susan Dansby.
1: <laughs> I mean, the more color, the better. I mean, but you know, with CBS, this whole diversity thing just—it just feels like a checklist. But I mean, I'm happy for her. Hopefully, she's there for a while. I would prefer that she was like head Ryder, We 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 hearing all these hirings. Can we hear some firings
0: in the? Well, menu? you know, allegedly, <laughs> Josh's contract is coming up soon. Allegedly um please but
1: he has gotten two and a half years bye bye
0: two and a half years too long <laughs>
1: i mean and i get i get he gets a lot of interference from cbs but it's still no excuse
0: well, you're a writer get creative
1: well, with it if they, well, if they and he's a writer here, yeah.
0: he's a writer that's been there on and off since 2006 so clearly he knows the history of the show and he knows these characters and so, yeah, I don't know. But, Alan, let's go to you. What do you think of Windar's new hire? Well,
3: it's good they hired another Black woman, because Wyandar does have the most Black characters out of pretty much all the soaps, but Shocking. they don't really use them as well as they should. But And they, they're written correctly, so it's good to have more Black women in the room. But I'd want more Black women in power, not just Strip writers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah, know Susie's assaulted, but bigger head writer.
0: I just want, you know, more women in charge of these shows in general. Um, how you doing? You know, it's... How you doing? Like <laughs> it's, all the head writers were men. You know, we celebrated 90 years <laughs> of this genre last year. Think about that. 90 years. And who started it all? A retired Chicago school teacher by the name of Erna Phillips. And so... I mean, this was a genre created by a woman for women. Um, And of course, you know, there's us gay men and, you know, everybody in between. And, you know, all my children always had a large, you know, straight male audience. But at the end of the day, it was created by a woman for women. And there's not a not one woman in power at any of these shows. Um, You know, it's all run by white men and that's so problematic um but d let's go to you what do you think of susan banks coming back to cbs to join the writing team
2: so now i'm gonna have to call them susan one and susan two so that i can keep them straight (laughs) but um i'm just i am cautiously optimistic i just need them to fix the dialogue they have in to fix some of these storylines because they had we need some accurate representation of african americans because they have black people on this show doing stuff black people wouldn't do there is no black man in america that would give away billions of dollars i don't give a fuck we it just would not happen it's not realistic um elena bouncing back and forth between the two cousins dicks that would not happen i mean technically in some places it would but i'm just saying It's not realistic that Elena would call Nate's, would call Devon's name out while she's with Nate and Nate isn't gonna have a reaction to it. A man wrote that shit because a woman would have went the fuck off. Like I need some accurate, some accurate storytelling of emotions because women be feeling stuff and on here they just let stuff go, they let stuff slide. All I know is when Amanda finds out about Elena and Devon, she better go straight left or else I'm going to know that this is some Josh Griffiths fuckery. And so I just, I need action. I need drama. And I really hope that she brings it. And I hope that they're actually listening to us because people are tuning out. People are so disgusted especially with this baby storyline. I have people that I know have just consistently watched YNR for years that have turned off because they're so disgusted that they have the black man and the lesbian crowdsourcing, being crowdsourced by Abby for a kid. I'm like, it's just, this is just not realistic. This is not, Abby would just get some rando donor and a rando surrogate and make her kid. She wouldn't have, it's just, it's just not realistic. It's like that stupid, that stupid meme. It's just not realistic. So hopefully the Susans get together and tell Josh, this ain't it because it's really not.
0: Well, and you know, that is truly, that's where R needs to start to heal itself End this baby shit right now. End it tomorrow. Like at, when I turn on the TV at 1130, am tomorrow it must be the end of this damn story because you know y and r first and foremost needs to look at those ratings um you know we talked about it when we started this season of the podcast in january how they had lost on average five hundred thousand viewers in one season and they weren't even on for a full year last season you know which that is so problematic and so, you know, I think first they really need to address why people are leaving, and it's in part of stupid stories. Well, you know what? I'm not even going to call it stupid. I'm going to call it ignorant because it is more ignorant storytelling than anything. Um, but Tiggs, do I? Excuse me, Alan. Do you have anything else to add on what you would like to see, maybe a story go that could be fixed? He's needs to go
3: down the stairs, pronto after he gets pregnant of that baby down the stairs.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, of course, um, you know, a little preview for all of our, you know, listeners, as I told Alan, barring any complications in the soap world next week, we're planning to do a, how to improve wind our podcast, um, buckle your seatbelts for that one too. <laughs> so anyway, um, Let's head over to <laughs> the Mouse House. Um, lots of stuff went down at ABC from soaps to their talk show, The View, everything. So let's start out with The View real quick, and then we'll hop into everything a part of GH. So, of course, we all know about the very problematic stuff that Meghan McCain said about Dr. Fauci recently. Um, Allegedly, Megan was talked to about the comments she made live on air. Um, Now, of course, many could say that this alleged talk to had to do with ABC wanting to keep their identity strong. Because if you remember, you know, when Michael Strahan and Kiki was canceled, what did they replace it with? They replaced it with an hour of COVID updates, like It was GMA what you need to know or something. And so, I mean, obviously ABC has an identity they want to track with. And I heard that allegedly what Megan said did not track with that identity and they made it known to her. So Alan, what do you think about this? Who do I have to blow
3: to get us to stop talking about Megan McCain? Because I'll do it. I'll take one for the team. (laughs) I'll
2: take one for the team and that's not even kosher. (laughs)
3: awful
0: i don't want to talk about her i i decide the topics and it ain't even me so you best put those lips in another direction
2: (laughs) i'm just saying lord whose dick do i have to ride so that i don't have to talk about megan (laughs) mccain because i hate this bitch i'm tired of talking about her the only reason why she's even relevant is because people keep talking about her turn the channel and turn her off and then she won't be
3: on this damn show John McCain's little is John McCain's daughter. That's her only claim to fame.
0: Well, now she doesn't even use that anymore. Now she's the co-host of the view, remember?
3: <laughs> Princess um, of Arizona.
0: <laughs> what a mess she is. God, I hate this woman. Are we talking um, about her hair? oh (laughs) not the handy oh lord
2: (laughs) i was just trying to figure out what we were talking about because you know it it tracked with the hair but okay sorry about that
0: it tracks with the messiness of the hair (laughs) so um anyway Tiggs, what are your thoughts on megan mccain's time possibly coming to an end at the view is bill Getty still over there no oh well whoever replaces he that. hasn't been over there in years remember that was part of that raymond what was that guy's name raymond who wrote the view uh ladies who punch book i can't remember okay. his full name i know it's that just go
1: to show how long it's been since i even glanced at the view in live live like you know time just send the bit to fox news and let's get this over with they'll love her over there she'll have her own talk show and everything just send her ass over there Oh,
0: it'll be Meg- the Megan McCain block. Like <laughs> right,
1: Megan Kelly didn't do shit for NBC and this girl ain't doing nothing for ABC.
0: She's Look, nothing Meghan but McCain, ignorance
1: and sound bites.
0: She'll have her own show at Fox. They'll reboot 90210 again and she'll play Kelly. I mean, they'll have Megan all over Fox. <laughs> Lord, I I can't with her. I can't. But um yeah, so I, I was, you know, if this whole ABC talk to thing is true, you know, currently it's just alleged that it happened. Well, then it's long overdue. <laughs> it is way long overdue because this is not the first time she's been messy. And I think that's evident by the amount of times we've talked about her through the seasons. Um, but anyway, speaking of messiness, the time has come. welcome to
3: messyville
0: (laughs) the time has come to check into problematic hospital uh we have so much to discuss um yeah created by frank and doris Hursley, this almost 60 year old soap is giving every behind the scenes uh, soap matters a run for their money as one of my friends, Miles, had put it, it makes the bell soaps look like a bunch of care bears. <laughs> so. First-
2: and let's just run the cameras, just yeah. run the cameras behind the scene. That's what we want to see. I don't want to see nothing happening in front of this camera. I want to see all the mess happening behind the camera. Run it there. <laughs> ratings gold
3: you will the take over mask. young and the restless
0: <laughs> right it's gonna be look gh is gonna be at a 16.2 again <laughs> um so yeah let's kick things off by going back we'll get to the most recent newsletter but let's go back to the <sighs> mess that was caused by ingo rademacher who plays jasper jacks and hmm. Marie Bernard, who of course plays yeah. sunny corinthos um mm-hmm. Maurice Bernard recently uh, felt that he had to be Norma Desmond and have a live Zoom birthday bash for himself. Um, And so throughout the whole week, um, you know, he was celebrating his birthday. It's all about me. Um, He was celebrating. Some of us
2: do that. Okay. I did it. And mine was great.
0: (laughs) Well, indeed, that's because we love you. Um, Uh, And so, Okay. (laughs) And so, anyway, Maurice invited some of his uh, GH co stars to join him in this celebration by visiting him on Instagram Lives and Periscopes and Do It for the Vines and Zeusk and Match.com and whatever. Um, and one person that was. Really by... <laughs> Casey. One person that stopped by was Igo Rademacher. And during their conversation, Ingo was getting ready to tape an all new episode of gh that of course won't air you know for like another six weeks and ingo turned his camera to a monitor that has nancy lee gron on it and he said in a very sarcastic tone i'm getting ready to work with my friend marie said oh show me who it is ingo turns the camera back to the monitor And when Maurice gets a full-fledged look at Nancy Lee Gron on the live feed monitor, he says, I am so sorry. Maurice and Ingo share a great laugh. Um, This is absolutely disgusting. And Dee, let's go to you first. What are your thoughts?
2: My first thought is that Nancy Lee Gron, Aunt Nancy, is a better person than me because I would have snatched both of them up. You would have saw me on ABC, CBS, the Animal Channel, Animal Planet. I would have ended up on all of them. I would have dragged them from the Rudy to the Tootie. She was so graceful on the internet. I would have lost my Twitter account. I would have lost my Instagram account. I would have lost all the accounts. And I probably would have lost my freedom because I would have beat the brakes off of both of them. That was just disrespectful. She already unfriended him on social media because of the tom fuckery that he was doing during the summer and then you gonna go and do this and have one of these good old boys moments and then you gonna film it like a dummy and post it on the internet for people to see and then think we're not gonna come at you come on now I mean it's just disrespectful no matter how you look at it that's your co-worker let's start there you know or whatever you already know we already know what the, po- the political ideologies are very, very dissimilar. We know this. You didn't have to go there. You didn't have to be messy like that. And then instead of taking this good dragon like a man, you gonna go and try to defend yourself and think we are not gonna snatch you up again? Oh, we gonna snatch you up for the rest of the year, maybe into next year. Who knows? All I know is it's just disrespectful. It just goes to show all of the rumors that people say about the culture at that show about how toxic it is it's just proven that it's true like every time you turn around there's some bullshit happening over there at MAGA hospital and go for it I'm just like I'm just done I'm just so disgusted I always know there's gonna be Ingo because he's just a messy messy allegedly a messy messy little bitch so it's whatever
0: um so yes of course you know D went ahead and For those maybe who were living under a rock, you know, she gave you all the context about how politics have gotten heated. But Nancy, nonetheless, you know, has decided to stay very professional because she is a professional. She's an Emmy Award winning actress. She's worked for ABC on and off for over 40 years. Um, So, you know, she knows what to do. Um, Nancy Lee Grand has seen the video, of course and she has released a statement. She said, to be clear, I find this reprehensible. I will address this in an appropriate manner through the appropriate channels. And I expect full accountability. To ignore ignorance is one choice, but to choose to use it to elevate, educate, and evolve is a better one. Um, Alan, what did you think of Nancy's statement and what did you think of the video as a whole?
3: It's a very classy statement. She could have gone way harder. I know Nancy could go way harder than that if she wanted to. But as uh, so a video, if it was a joke, I don't think uh, Nancy took it as a joke. And all of the people defending it saying it was a joke, Mo apologized for it, then retweeted people saying, Oh, you shouldn't apologize, Mo. You were right to say that. Fuck you. I just want to be in HR right now. I want to be in HR at <laughs> ABC. I really want to
2: be over there at HR. I want to be the person that has, I, I just want to be the personal assistant or whatever of whoever the person is that's handling this so I can just sit back there with my popcorn and my sour skittles and just watch the circus. Sour
3: skittles. <laughs> um,
0: so would anyway. Would they
3: even read Mo? Because he has all the power over there. He's a the big star. Would they even re- read him? Oh no,
2: but they according to him, when he gets on Twitter, he says he has no power to get people fired. Remember when old girl snapshot, she did it. She she snapped, she like, you know, screenshotted something that I put and then tagged him off in it. And then he says he doesn't have the power to get people fired. And we know full and de- let me stop. Let me just stop. You know what? Let me stop. I'm not gonna say anything because we gonna get sued. It'll happen today. Let me shut up. Go ahead, Alan. Drag him.
0: Um, Well, so, Alan, real quick, Mara West uh, has come out in support of Nancy Lee Gron. Now, for those who just want to tune in for the messy, because there's nothing going on at the other three shows right now. So, you know, maybe a Y&R fan stay for the rest of the podcast. So Mara West, of course, plays the role of Ava Jerome. And, you know, she was known for her role on As the World Turns as Carly and Young and Restless as a miscast Diane, uh, which we'll get into the we'll get into the use of the word miscast much later. Um, (laughs) But anyway, so Mara said, our queen Mara said, I love you, Nancy Lee. I am proud to call you friend and sister. Um, I absolutely love this. Everybody knows Mara is my favorite actress of all time. And part of it is not just because she gives an Emmy Award performance Monday through Friday, but it's also because we've seen Mara in this friendship role before. She is all about sisterhood. So she's one of the very few parts of GH that isn't fake. Um,
3: So, Tiggs,
0: (laughs) amen. Tiggs, go ahead. Um, You've been awfully silent.
1: It wasn't shocking. It wasn't surprising. It was unprofessional, misogynistic. It was vile. To be honest, I saw that deal because I, you know me, I'd be like, "Oh, what, what y'all talking about? What y'all talking about?" You know these messy asshole fans. Oh, here tens. You know they'll just show it to me, and I'm just like, like like these said, you don't you don't have to be anybody's friend. You don't have to agree with anybody's political beliefs, but you're getting paid an exorbitant amount of money, motherfucker. Take your ass down there on that set and act like you like somebody for a scene or two. You can do it, and it was just tacky. It was classless. Mo need his ass whooped because he enabled the bullshit. Like I was going back and forth with a with a a, a fan, a black woman that just loves us and Sunny Corinthos. Well, I'm like course. sweetheart. Let me tell you something. Go, well. What well, has Nancy up? A- has Nancy accepted his apology? And I'm sure he said about I'm like, as a black woman, you don't need Nancy Lee Gron to accept his apology for him enabling a fucking racist piece of shit. Sonny Corinthos is just a fucking character.
0: hmm And
1: like you, you, know, do, you don't need that. Let's be. As very- a black woman, you, you should like, he enabled a, a racist. The reason he, Ingo, doesn't like Nancy because she actually believes in fucking equality for all and his ass don't. And I'm pretty sure Mo is MAGA too. So, no, fuck that.
0: My well, and, you know, I will, I just want to say real quick, you know, we're not assuming anybody's political beliefs besides, you know, what we've been shown. You know, Ingo has made yeah. it very clear that he is a supporter of Donald Trump. I got Um, all the
2: screenshots if you need them. Let me know. But,
0: you know, we don't want to assume anybody's political identity um, because, look, Tiggs, I ain't got the money for any lawyer. You know, that's why we had to put chemo to rest on this podcast. Uh, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mo is up here,
1: you know, bowing down to Kamala Harris for, you know, Women's Month. Right. But, yeah, um, I, I, I'm just so, and then like, like everybody knows Mo is king over there. Nothing's going to happen. He may get a little, a little pop, you know, when, you know, when you were little, when you went too close to the stove, when your mom and your grandmama popped you because it was too hot, that's what he'll get.
0: When you screamed at your mom to try and get you, you know, her to buy you soap opera weekly. Uh,
2: <laughs> but, then, but think about it, but think about it though. Think about it. Think about Ingo. Like you already got let go from Bold and the Beautiful. You know, you already got ran off of Twitter. You already got clowned on Instagram. You gonna this? This is what you're doing now?
3: Yeah. Really?
1: Right? Because at least, at least Mo know he ain't going nowhere. Jax is a very expendable character.
2: Jax they expend him every chance they get. Right. Exactly. Like they, Jax,
1: Jax, Jax Gene and Shelly brought him he back. Sent off anytime.
0: Yes. Gene and Shelly, my God, they brought him back 48 times and all 48 times they got rid of his ass. Um, But yeah, uh, you know, before we move, Maurice post, look, I can't even speak correctly. This makes me so goddamn angry. (laughs) Um, Maurice released a statement on Twitter as well. But before we get into that, you know, I think we do have to bring up what a lot of Maurice and Ingo defenders are saying And, you know, they're trying to bring up some of Nancy's messy Twitter history stuff, especially, you know, what she said about Viola Davis at one point. Um, My thing is about Nancy is Nancy has been held accountable every damn time. Nancy has also learned every damn time. Every time Nancy shows up and shows out, she is called on it. And Nancy comes back with a meaningful apology to be a better person. And, you know, that just goes to show, Dee, I think it was you, you know, this whole situation, you who said this whole situation just goes to show the very problematic environment at General Hospital. Um, That, you know, as they like to put it, as the soap press likes to put it, has been rumored about for years. It ain't a rumor. But yeah, you know, this is not something that, in my opinion, people should defend these two men on, because this, at the end of the day, yes, soaps are fun to watch, they're the greatest work of fiction in television history, in my opinion, but it is still a workplace at the end of the day. These people are still cashing a check. They are still going to a legitimate workplace. Yes, they're celebrities. Yes, we see them on television. Yes, we see them in gowns at the Emmys. But this is still a workplace. And we live in this era where problematic workplaces are no longer the answer. Uh, So anyway, like I said, Maurice Bernard released a statement. Here's what he said. He said, I want to say I got a hold of Nancy. She gave me her feelings. I gave her mine. I respect Nancy a great deal. And I apologize if I offended anyone. I tease like this with all my friends just as Chad, Steve, Dom, and Laura. Uh, For people who may not know, if you stayed over from the other stopes, that's of course Chad Duell, Steve Burton, Dominic Zampranga, and Laura Wright. Um, And then he ends it by saying, always in a playful way um not, 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 not uh, well, well you know what no, you play you
2: goddamn much you
1: play too
0: much what I, stop what playing I found... cause you're
2: gonna get slapped in the face that's not okay. gonna happen
0: stop uh, okay. playing
2: gonna get yeah. your eye dotted play okay. with the wrong person see he playing what with the wrong person
0: But I found most, BD, I found most offensive when
1: we go ahead. We had t- t- that one little cousin that played too goddamn much. They want to play fight. They hit you too damn hard. I
2: don't play that. And then shit. he go get hit in the throat. And then go act <laughs> like, "Why you got? Why why you punch me in the throat? Because you fucking deserved it." <laughs> you no, know, he, <laughs> he needs to stop playing at the cookout. He needs to stop playing. He needs to stop playing. He playing with the wrong people. Well, he's going to get the right one one day and he's going to get, ooh, Lord, let him get the right one. I'm going to start praying now. Where's Well, my and I also want to
0: say, I don't like how Maurice Bernard said some key words in here for me that showed that it wasn't a real apology. And now I wonder, I doubt in my mind, you know, I almost want to say he allegedly contacted Nancy. You know what I mean? Because I'm starting to doubt it in my mind. Because he sent a sorry text. Right. Right. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. He's like Nancy, Nancy, you up. (laughs) Like Nancy let
1: me know her feelings, I let her know mine. That's a You
0: shouldn't get feelings, Maurice. Right. You ain't you weren't the one hurt in this, you know.
2: You're not entitled to feelings.
0: Nancy, yeah. Nancy is very strong. We all know that. I mean, my god, Nancy is one of the freaking strongest women ever. As she put it on Michelle Stafford's single mama go-go show one day when she was going through her real life custody battle, Robert Guza Jr. had written a custody battle in GH at the time. And you know, she so much told Michelle, that story broke me, but I still went to work every day and did it. And so, you know, of course, Nancy is strong. I know she's gonna get through this because you don't mess with a bad bitch like Nancy Lee, but this is still hurtful. And to say that he gave her his feelings Nancy didn't say anything about you. Nancy, you know, Nancy's not the one who made the video or participated in it. And then when he said, I apologize if I offended anyone. A real apology is not apologizing to us. It's apologizing to the person you wrong. You know, don't go through GH fans in a de facto manner. And also, in my opinion, if Maurice wanted to really show something he wouldn't have released a statement on Twitter or Facebook or anything. You know what I mean?
3: Mm -hmm.
0: He would have Mm -hmm. gone to Nancy at work. He would have said, Nancy, let's go out in the parking lot. I'll stand at my car. You stand at yours. You know, we'll do six feet apart. We'll have our mask on and we'll talk. And then another thing that's interesting is he says, all my friends, Chad, Steve, Dom, and Laura, it's interesting that your friends—you only name the people who are in storyline with you,
1: right? That the people who are tethered to your ball sack forever because they have to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't. I looked name, at that. Like, I I, yeah.
2: I looked at that
0: list. You're right, you, you
1: didn't. You didn't say. You didn't say a Tristan Rogers. You didn't say a Wally
2: Kurse, Yeah, You or didn't a Gene, say a Jenny no. Francis. You 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 didn't, you, didn't say, didn't say, say Jenny. You didn't say anybody. You you mentioned the people that are straight up in your sphere in your storyline that help prop you up let me where is brenda, doors, brenda.
0: <laughs> oh brenda oh
2: <laughs> the, um, that's the only thing that makes me like sonny corinthos Where is yeah, Brenda? i know i agree,
0: period. I agree. Deep, period.
2: and this current storyline is just proven like
1: life could go on if sonny just died for real life could go that's on.
2: the that's the worst thing they don't even realize that the true gag is that they just exposed that we really don't need Sunny Corinthians, Right,
1: like Sunny's been presumed dead for three months, and GH is still fucking GH, and is still. Let's home.
3: make it a let, let's make it a reality. Let's go. We can nice things like Sunny dying, unfortunately.
0: And you know, the impact because you know everybody in Port Charles, of course, thinks he's dead. So the impact has actually been pretty decent with everybody thinking he's dead. I'm like, oh, this isn't bad. You know, the whole Nina and Carly feud is popping. And, you know, we've got, um, no, you know what? I'll save it for the next topic. Uh, (laughs) I was gonna say something else about a current storyline, but I'll save it. Uh, Alan, since you were pretty quiet for a time, is there anything else you would like to add on this situation?
3: No, we need to shut the fuck up. And actually you learn how to apologize.
1: <laughs> right. I can't
3: stand a I'm sorry if I ass motherfucker.
0: Yeah.
1: No, it's just I'm sorry
3: and stop or you feel that way.
1: Yeah. I dated a jackass like that. You
3: see, if, I said date. If you can't if
2: you can't apologize <laughs> with contri if you can't apologize with contrition, then don't apologize at all.
0: Like That's for real. Thing. But and here's the thing. I another thing I want to point out is Nancy is a grown woman. So, do you not think you can like have a grown conversation with Nancy Lee Gron? Like, have a grown conversation with her.
2: You have to be a grown man to have a grown conversation. I'm just I don't know, let me shut up. Where's my mute button?
0: Out of your booster chair.
2: I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's just you ridiculous. Oh you are God. a man. You are a man. Man up. Apologize. Yeah. Move on. You you oh, don't need yeah. to do all this extra and, you know,
0: stuff. They both- They've both been at this show equally as long. They started around the same time, essentially. So, I mean, they're veterans of this show. They're both Emmy winners. They're both, well, Nancy's a beloved actor. Um, So, you know, just communicate with your coworker. Forget the studio lights for a minute. Forget, you know, the producers calling you to set. Sit down and have a fucking conversation with a co-worker and someone who you say is allegedly your friend, even though she certainly wasn't including in your joke list. Um, Get
2: it together, Nico Kelly.
0: I'm right, serious. My whole <laughs> thing is,
1: this is this isn't like someone that he really has scenes or interacts with. Some of you have a whole goddamn kids together it's not like yeah. he's never gonna you know he isn't in scenes so with like and he doesn't have to worry about her reaction and all that like and that's the gotta... same
0: thing with ingo you know the fact that nance doesn't that just speak to her character for a moment like the fact that nancy would say after all the shit that ingo and i went through publicly on social media yeah god darn it i'll still do a scene with him because that's Twenty years of history, my god! By god,
2: they supposed like, to be best friends on the show. Right, yeah. I'm like, I was, I was seeing the that's scene how no good actress. She's a good actress. She's, I a good love actress.
1: She's a great
0: actress.
2: Yeah, she is amazing. Because there ain't no way.
1: the but I saw one of them scenes last week, and all I could just do was feel for Nancy, and it's it's cringy yeah. to watch that.
0: And like I said, I get I, I get it. I do. Maurice Bernard, for some reason, has always been the end-all be-all on that show. But again, he's only worked for ABC. When did Nico start? Like 90? Yeah, 30 years ago. Wasn't it? Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. Nancy Lee Gron started her television career at ABC. Yeah, you know, she didn't quite take off on One Life to Live. And, you know, she became best known for a few years later with playing Julia before Alexis. But she's been at that network on and off far longer. She started her TV career there. So in my opinion, as a woman, as somebody who's been at that network on and off for 40 years, they need to give Nancy the respect she deserves. And they need to protect an actress who has fallen in a situation of something that is very messy and something that shouldn't have ever happened. And this should, should have never happened. But
1: it's it's sad, but we've seen this for decades now, Case. We have, I mean, so it they, goes they back they, to Jeannie Francis. Yeah, they didn't protect Jeannie Francis. To GD, no. It goes back to Jeannie Francis. It goes back to, you know, Tam Brown not being treated the way she should have been. I mean, Sarah, Sarah Brown. Brown. Sarah, well, Sarah and it's all the
0: network. I mean, Sabine yeah. Singh when she was at all my children, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, poor Eden Regal when she was at all my children, um, you know, they kind of left one life to live alone. (laughs) So, I mean, (laughs) you know, sure, there were sometimes the problematic sprinkles out one life, but for the most part, I want
3: actually played Reese being pregnant. Allegedly, she sued women. Yes. Carrie were.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. a problematic environment when it comes to strong independent women in the workplace has always been something ABC has struggled with. Even, way before Brian Franz got there. Like, you know, we brought up the Genie thing that happened in the early 80s when G.H. was watched by 20 million people. Um, and, you know, she was the one who carried the show on her back. I know a lot of people give credit to Tony Geary, but to be quite honest, he would have been nothing without Genie. Because as we yeah. know, Luke was supposed to yeah. be killed yeah. off after six weeks.
1: <laughs> I mean, all of these men owe their careers to women. Like, if it wasn't for Vanessa Marcel. Sonny would have been a two-bit crook that would have got killed off in less than a year. Or
2: sent
0: to my Brenda. grandma always said, <laughs> my grandma always said she never cared about Sonny until Brenda showed up.
2: Nobody cared about Sonny until right. Brenda showed yeah. up.
0: And oh, I just, you know, ABC God, to be a fly on the wall right now at that show.
1: <laughs> like Mickey Mouse just needs to come down look, i replace all you motherfuckers. I'll tell Mo to his face. Like, look at here. Do you know how many special guest stars from the law know the SVU and all the 13 NCISs that's in your age range that can play a sexy Latino that can actually really truly act
0: without reading lines on their motherfucking hand that can be Sunny Corinthos right now? No, you know what, you know what Mickey Mouse would say? He would say one called the Tory spelling and she's got the gong show.
1: Exactly. Like
0: he shouldn't have as much power as he he does at that show. It's not 1998 anymore. No, it's in not
1: the show, 2003 anymore. This show is always close to
0: getting canceled. Yes, not I mean, my God, they the were. Ratings. They were allegedly a part of that Prospect Park deal. Allegedly, they, um, were. they um, were. Yeah, and so I mean, well, I don't want Jeff Quat that's coming near us. <laughs> no, because so they
1: know they have the rights to write for all of them yeah I mean, if it wasn't for brian Franz allegedly you know offering to hit it from the back with ann sweeney they would have got canceled right along with all my children i said allegedly hell he begged them to keep gh on there that's because he thought he still was gonna have a job I'm like okay we'll keep gh but bitch you still fired Boop.
0: i just you know it's so interesting but this is what happens isn't this what happens every time G.H. gets good again? (laughs) Something hugely problematic happens. It always, why can't we just enjoy this soap opera that probably won't be on the air in the next decade? I mean, you know what I mean? Can't we just sit down for an hour from uh, two to three and watch ABC's General Hospital? But it's always like that, Casey, just
1: with social media and everything, we're seeing it more, you know? I mean- Look, look how Days was back in the mid 90s. Days was the shit. Days was keeping the lights on all we friends. Shit. How you doing? And, and then all that mess that allegedly happened with that damn that mouse breathing chicken eater and Jason Brooks that got her ass
3: fired.
0: Yes, that alleged mess. Uh, <laughs> well, look, i I'm, I'm covering I'm like the Star Jones of this podcast sometimes. I'm covering all our bases. <laughs> um so anyway,
2: did you hear that? Did you hear those ghetto clanks?
0: Did you hear those ghetto
2: clanks? <laughs>
1: oh
2: my God. No, I, I
1: didn't. I didn't hear it. D, I was too busy eating chicken and watermelon and knowing my place.
0: <laughs> I can't. I can't. I, I'm um, kind of
1: thirsty, but they ran out of Mona Bee, so <laughs> I got some stuff with water.
2: Best segue ever. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: No, I don't even, I don't even know how to segue except for saying, let's move on. Um, (laughs) So, of course, we're not done at the Mouse House yet. (laughs) The
2: chat brought to you by V. That's how you segue.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. Um, Anyway, so let's talk about Tristan Rogers and Wes Ramsey or you know again another norma desmond another norma desmond i'm ready for my close-up mr valentini Um, so anyway tristan rogers and those damn cameos i tell you he is soap fans you are paying to keep the soap press alive so during a cameo uh tristan rogers decided to talk about the recent turn of events in the uh Peter August uh, storyline that's unfolding on the show. And, you know, Tristan got into a little bit about the writing and without, I must preface this by saying without knocking Wes's acting, he more talked about the writing for this character. Um, he talked about how the storyline isn't really that good which is something fans have been saying from day one Um, and then he said what has believed to have been the thing to set Wes off was he said he was miscast for this role now that. Is not knocking Wes's acting. So we must that say is that telling
2: word. the truth. That yeah, is okay. telling the truth. Because
0: Tristan was more so talking about the story itself. Um, but again, this is where the problems start. Some people don't know how to leave well enough alone, and Wes Ramsey himself has decided to release a statement.
2: He didn't um, release a statement, he released a four-page letter and sealed it with a kiss. What are you I talking about? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, you know, we had a episode that was titled "Instagram Dissertation" for Donnie Boaz's goodbye song to The Young and the Restless. Okay, ones. but like, I'm thinking we should have saved it for Wes Ramsey because I'm t-
1: telling you, Wes, so, Wes. while he was typing that, he told Laura Wright, "Um, baby, turn my music up." up <laughs> yeah,
0: and there, you know what? It was Atlanta's "The Reset." You ought to know? That's what Wes was playing.
3: You ought to know? So pretentious. Um,
0: so anyway, the statement is very long. Look, I'm only going to read a portion of it, but if our listeners want to read it, just search Wes Ramsey and statement and you'll have it. Uh, because, you know, Soap Opera Digest can cover a white man losing his shit when he's only been on a show for two minutes, but they can't tell the difference between Jacquet and Kim Whitley in a print mm. magazine. Um, so anyway. You need I-
2: to ask what Stephanie Flung.
0: <laughs> and Marla, go, on my, go, on my,
2: go on my twitter page it's on there trust there, me
0: there you go see d d is like the flight attendant she's directing you all to put on your mask and go to her twitter so i'm only going to read this portion of it and then we'll discuss so and we're
1: sure
0: the bestiest parts. parts i'm looking for a soundbite, tigs <laughs> um so anyway he said you will never hear me critique in parentheses, on any public platform, the people (laughs) responsible, (laughs) hold on dicks. That's the allegedly. Allegedly. Okay, this man said
1: critique with air quotes, really?
0: The people responsible for the creative opportunities I enjoy each day. Without the trust, here we go, I can't even get through this with the straight face.
2: Because you know it's some bullshit.
0: Without the trust, and these are his words, Without the trust of my writers, directors, producers, and fellow actors, it would be impossible to live out my dreams. My job and my only job is to bring fearlessness, playfulness, and passionate conviction to what has been created for me. My aim is to stretch myself, I bet it is, beyond the limits of where I think my boundaries may lie. Each time I'm entrusted with material that allows those boundaries to be tested. Every actor must believe they are the right person for their part, or they will never achieve their potential. He's got me doing my (laughs) air cocaine voice, let alone surpass it. I was raised a gentleman and have two wonderful parents to thank for that. However, my polite personality again in parentheses, while rendering me easy to get along with on set, close parentheses, should have little bearing on my caliber of performance, nor my castability as a professional. Um, it goes on for about 50 more paragraphs. Uh, I <laughs> told again, you a four-page letter, just like Aaliyah said. I'll tell you, I want West. look, I'm in college right now, and I want Wes to write my thesis. <laughs> so anyway, Tiggs, my darling my love what do you have to say first about tristan's cameo and then about wes's statement tristan tristan
1: said no lies i've said this since day one like wes ramsey he's a decent actor he just does not have the range to be this villain like first off he was the ill-conceived character from the start and he just does not have the range. Everybody has said this. It's a terrible character and he has not, he's, he's tried his best, but I mean, just in, in, in the recent episodes, he sounds like a loser. Oh my God, my parents are bad people. Oh, I thought I was saved. I'm not. Maxie, please marry me and save my life. Nobody wants Mariah Maximiliano with this loser.
0: No, hold <laughs> out her government name you were like maximilia jen lily <laughs> H- kirsten <laughs> like, storm like, Jones. Right.
1: like no like no it's like wes ramsey he's he's good to be the quirky sometimes for romantically like he was i liked him as sam on god and light i liked him as Wide on charmed for the five minutes on days being at lab tech that was obsessed with stephanie he was okay i mean he should have been dylan he should have been fucking dylan he would have been perfect for that role. This this is more for like a Tom Pelfrey or something like that. Oh, like,
0: shut your mouth. Oh. You know, you, you need somebody
1: sexy, menacing, yes. somebody that you want to watch Cursing Storms blow. Somebody, somebody, somebody you want like to that. fuck,
2: and that is and not that, it. Like,
1: yes, like if they were going to really make Peter take off the actor and Kirsten, they should have had bomb ass chemistry. He should have been able to turn it off with a switch. He should have been able to be romantic and sweet with Maxie, you know, loving with Anna. But you really believe he would slit a bitch throat? I don't believe Peter would cheat at Pinochle with a motherfucker. <laughs> so, uh, no, he was right. And Tristan was talking about the writing. Like, Tristan's yes. been doing this for 50 fucking years. Like, he knows what he's talking about. It ain't but one time where Tristan Washington didn't say something, unless he was talking about how great Colin Atkinson was, that I didn't stand by. Like it, it was the truth. Tell the truth, shame the devil. And that long ass paragraph the hit dog the holler. Because first off, celebrities, like Alan said, celebrities don't have to respond to every motherfucking thing. But I'm pretty sure he responded because all the messy ass fans, fans who don't even like Peter, decided to hop in his mentions. Ooh, child, guess what? Guess what? Tristan was talking shit, girl. Just bullshit. It's bullshit. It's like we're already getting tortured in this story. Because like I said yesterday, I'm sure they're trying to drag this out so Wes can get as much of this four-year contract used up.
0: Today, I was just about to mention that tweet you wrote,
1: too. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, Think about it. Peter debuted in November 2017. So that means he started taping in like September. Even once Peter gets caught or Peter gets killed off, he's gonna haunt Anna and Maxie. Or we're gonna see three to four months of him at Statesville or not Pentonville, you know, talking like we had to do deal with Ryan and shit, toying with people's heads and shit. Because once he's caught, it's not gonna be over. They are not gonna let that man go to his fucking contract zone all their way to that last 13 week cycle, the very last one to be like, well, Let's wrap this up. And the fans are paying
2: for it. We've been paying for it. It's like, you know,
1: it's not like Bold needs a Rick Forrester. It's not like Dave needs a Jeremy Horton or Andrew Donovan. No. And we're forgetting,
0: you know, if you look at the context of the story, Peter was responsible for killing a police officer who is, of course, you know, Nathan who is Maxie's last husband. And which look, every man dies around Maxie except Peter. So <laughs> But if your wants to be died, die. you're a Catholic walk. Matt didn't die to
2: die. Matt Hunter didn't die.
0: No man. he's in
2: prison. He, oh, he, he, he died, died to the show. He, <laughs> yeah, you, he died. He in prison. That's the only reason why he's yeah.
0: Safe. You either go to prison or you die. No, he's safe from Max's Death Cooter. Max's
2: <laughs> Death Cooter, man. I'm telling he was you. like, I am not
0: putting up with that shit. That's look. He said, "Let me murk somebody so I can go to prison."
1: <laughs> or you just turn exactly. into a real, you just turn
0: into a real full crackhead like Lucky did. oh poor drug Lucky. oh
1: Damn, that um, was still hot.
0: <laughs> oh, I tell he you, was, was still what, hot. Yes. That was a good story. He line.
2: was the only crackhead that could get it.
0: Woo! <laughs> oh, that was so it good. Was. Okay, anyway, let's not get too off topic here.
1: <laughs> Bob Gooza was in his bag. That was right before the burnout. Damn.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. But anyway, so yeah, you know, what's interesting here is a lot of the soap press as we mentioned have picked this story up um a soap Digest did it michael fairman did it you all are going to <laughs> let me get through this question um,
1: paper, a good black auntie
0: but mm. you know what i find interesting here is of course before you report on the story of course i'm sure stephanie sloan Um, And Michael have both seen the video in which the context of the statement is about. And so my thing is, is that, you know, a lot of people have taken them to task that they're covering something that frankly, only Wes made problematic, because what Tristan said was not problematic. I mean, what Tristan said was giving an honest opinion, and Tristan kept it professional. So what, you can't give opinions about a job you've done for 40 years on and off? Um, But anyway, so a lot of people have taken these reporters to task for not covering the Maurice Bernard and Ingo Rademacher thing, but more so attacking Tristan by posting Wes's statement. So, Alan, what do you think of the soap press that have picked this story up? Pull
3: your machine gun out, Alan. Yeah. The one person is always, always selectively reporting on stories. Like, like, they didn't pick up on Steve Burton doing the okay sign that might look like a certain hand sign that could be construed as white power hand sign, allegedly. I, but they the report on all about freaking Wes Ramsey and Kristen. Or North Steve Burton doing the okay sign in a freaking episode of General Hospital.
0: Yeah. It's, it's very and problematic. And about, about
3: Wes, I purpose the statement by saying, England I do not hate Wes, but he should just should have sat there and ate Laura's food because Chris did not assault him and that fucking oh, pretentious ass statement was horrible. Yep. Oh, a classically trained actor, I went to Juilliard. Shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, yeah, let's be clear about something here. Um, I Wes could have been somebody else on this show and it would have been just fine. As Tiggs, Mm -hmm. as you came up with starting last week, he could have been Dylan. Um, He could have been anybody else, but GH shot themselves in the foot and decided to make him this horrible, horrible retcon story. I mean, this is not the type of retcon we love where we get Kendall Hart and Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, Or we get chemo on Y&R. This, well, everybody loved chemo except allegedly Peter Bergman. (laughs) So anyway, but, you know, this was not one of those great, you know, soap retcon children. And as a fan of GH, first and foremost, I tried to make it work with this character like all of us did. We all gave it one chance the chance was up very quickly and it, it just didn't work out. Tristan said nothing harmful. He didn't attack Wes in any way. It's not like he said, well, you know, Wes didn't deserve that. Look, I'm doing a Southern accent. Uh, I'm doing my Donnie Boaz accent. Um, he didn't say, you know, Wes didn't deserve to be on the show, nor did he say Wes is a bad actor. He just said that he was miscast in a role that was wrong for him from jump. You know, he was almost doing Wes a favor. He was almost defending Wes against the shitty writing that Wes has gotten since he's arrived at this show. Um going
3: to bay that role work, no one. No, I don't. Nobody. Care who- that's no. worst, that kind of soap history. So, the okay. equivalent
0: of trying, of Jeannie Francis trying to make Genevieve Batkinson work. I mean, it was just one of those rotten, shitty characters that nobody could have made work. I mean, you know what? A better equivalent would be Peter Bergman trying to play a Peruvian doppelganger years ago on YNR. I mean, it just, it didn't work. And Wes, honey, it's not like... Tristan said this needs to be the end of your career but you know yeah don't don't release statements against a veteran who has done this since you were in diapers you know you you basically went on the attack against Tristan you were the one who made it problematic you should have left well enough alone and you know if you were hurt then you bring it up with Tristan, you know, maybe say like, Oh dude, you know, could you explain to me what you meant? I, again, I don't know why, you know, going back to the Maurice and Nancy thing, I don't know why nobody has conversations on this show. I, I get it. It's a pandemic, but use your cell phone. It's.
1: Like, <laughs> because a, are, a lot of these people, Casey, hmm. they're not friends and. Yeah. They, it's very few. And, and, and they want to put it on display. For the fans to see yeah because much like mo they use their fans because i've been a victim of it where they use their fans to attack you and defend them so they can keep their hands clean
0: yeah because say what you will about the messiness of y sometimes those cast members are legitimate friends you know eric and melody they're like family to each other it goes way beyond work for them because they've worked for so long um but even at GH, you know, we see people have friendships there, but I guess not everybody can be a Jane Elliott and a Leslie Charlson. Um, I don't know. It's just the future of that show, General Hospital, always shoots itself in the foot. You know, it does. When, yeah. It, it does.
1: Like, when it comes to storytelling, I mean, because when, when Peter first joined the show, it didn't bother me too much.
0: Because really, no, I, I was interested in the cat. I
1: almost thought, I thought the motherfucker was Nicholas with a new face.
0: Yes, first. me. And I they kind of Nicholas. played that up a little bit. They played yeah, that up. I
1: was up. Just like, oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but then they came up with this phase on shit and
2: Anna seducing him. I said, what?
0: Yeah. Anna the second him that happened.
2: Him. The second that happened, that storyline was dead in the water.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, then, like you're to... telling me Anna seduced the man who terrorized her for 30 years? like, And who and took it... Robin from her? And, like, come on. And Anna did that man. And it, it, took the would... it took
1: us two years to scream for them to make him Alex's son. And then they finally did.
0: At the last minute. When his no, story, yeah, at the last minute, yeah when his story is allegedly like, coming to an end.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was basically like how somebody be begging you for some chips, and it's just like a here nigga, damn. That's how it was. Frank was like, here nigga, damn. He Alex's son. Shut up. Don't y'all like him now?
0: Tiggs, no. see, you're like me. Every analogy's got to do with food, because <laughs> people are passionate about
1: what the fuck they eat. Shit.
0: Okay. <laughs> Um. So yeah, I don't know. the The next few months at GH will be very, very interesting. Peter um, should have
1: been gone by May sweeps, twenty eighteen, and they could have brought the motherfucker back in the fall of Dylan. Honestly, that, you know,
0: in the context of soap opera, love or hate the character, uh, if we put aside what we feel for him, this storyline could have played out in one year. Yeah, that's this storyline
1: has dragged for three. Fucking years,
2: damn near. And I want to. I want to go on record and say, I don't have a problem with West Ramsey. I never no. have. I've had a problem with Peter since day one. You didn't ask me for my opinion, but I'm gonna give it to you any goddamn way. Go ahead. Oh answer. damn, talk. I talk, never. Baby. Talk. I never. Like, um, I have people coming up in my DMs. I have people making these little snide ass comments. I have never said anything bad about West Ramsey ever, 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 ever. Now, now, he didn't open up. He didn't open it up now messing with Tristan Rogers, because you know Robert Scorpio was my dude when I was knee-high to a grasshopper, because that <laughs> accent, he had me since day oh, one. Okay? I okay? okay. scene
0: with Anna, and he was like, you pull the boy, it tighter. You,
2: so, the I'm like, right you, you, can around, do, you can do whatever, I mean, you can do whatever it. you want to do. You can drag Colin Atkinson from here to whatever, but you're not going to come. <laughs> but you're not coming for Robert Scorpio and think <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say something. You know, I... I never liked Peter I felt like he was an extraneous character that was completely not needed he is not the son of Faison because Faison was one of my favorite villains and I don't think he's a villain I just think he's misunderstood but whatever so you I'm being honest the character the character never fit anywhere he should have came on he never he never fit he never did let's keep it real and now since, you know, Wes is talking about his professionalism and talking about all the other stuff. We understand that you are a thespian, but you're not on the stage and this is not Shakespeare. You are on daytime television. Tone it down, son, and maybe I might like your interpretation of the trash ass character that they've been right They wrote the character into a corner there's nowhere to go from here all they're gonna do is kill him off and bring him back as a twin because he's gonna spawn like in call of duty because the people that you want gone they seem to stay on forever the characters you want to come back or you want to be there are never there so peter august is trash i mean i would have more respect for him if he would have said that this character was trash tristan didn't say anything bad about him because lord knows Lord knows he could have went left. And we all know that Trista loved to give his opinion.
0: Oh, But I mean, he kept it so professional.
2: With, uh, he kept it so professional and he kept it to the yeah. storyline. And if you, you know, with your co- if you have some cognitive dissonance, you would know that because you know, I literally over... sat there and read it. And I, I mean, I heard what he said first I read what Tristan said then I went to go look at the video and then I went to go read it again and I'm like okay this matches up so why are these people acting a fool on this bird app
0: you know my mom had to work through the entire uh, pandemic thing last year and so it was late in the summer that I wanted to surprise her with the cameo from Jess Walton and I did and you know, Jess Walton was talking about at the time that they had already asked her back to the show when it started taping again. And she was like, oh, I don't know, you know, if I want to go quite yet. Um, But I've also been enjoying um, those classic episodes a lot. And she said for obvious reasons. And she just kept it there. But we all know what the obvious reasons were because the show was nowhere near the caliber of the episodes they were showing. And, you know, the show is such shitty writing. But these actors who have been on the shows for so long, like a Jess Walton, like a Tristan Rogers, they know the problematic state of these shows. And they are also known for their honesty, but yet they are also known for their professionalism because, and Wes, honey, I'm gonna speak to you right now. If you want to make it in this business, as long as a Tristan Rogers has, or as long as a Jess Walton has, you best find your place. And your place is not on Instagram, writing dissertations, as D would say. <laughs> <laughs> because- oh,
3: I was i as far as we're going to talk about it a little bit, I know Laura has enough experience to know that statement where it go down while with soap fans? I know she does.
0: Well, and, you know, another thing is, is- You know, we've all gone on record tonight saying we don't hate Wes. We don't. Hate's a very strong word. Wes is actually a good actor and he is just trying to keep the lights on in his life and he's cashing a check at the end of the week. So I don't hate on that, you know? But come on, dude. This, first of all, you know this character is not a good character. And second of all, he acts like if he's let go from this show, he'll never work again. Wes will work again. Trust me. He's very good looking. I'm sure if he left General Hospital today, one of the other three soaps would snatch him up. Days might bring him on as a new character, you know, to play his second character on there. R would probably hire him to be that guy who stole all the money from Newman Enterprises. Uh, you know, B&B would probably, you know, do Rick Forrester because brad loves doing those odd castings with gh folks but although he will work he will, I, I see him as rick i, I know him. i as i was saying it i was like well damn let me stop because i well, could good lord
1: good lord can you just imagine him and Taurus and k
0: oh they'll be, just bad,
1: they'll be just as bad as um Ron Ron and Ron and Jay. Kyle Ooh.
0: we'd be back on the soup y'all okay <laughs> jesus but look at this point we we could use some publicity <laughs> um but yeah you know i he will work again you know general and he's very young too general hospital is not the end all be all of his career and i don't think he's realized that yet because he is a little younger you know tristan like
3: 40 he's not too that young
0: he's not too young but he's young enough tristan meanwhile is in his 70s tristan is a very mature man with a lot of history tristan is that guy that you sit down and you have a drink with and he talks to you for hours about wisdom and advice and growth i don't think wes is on that tristan rogers level yet to understand what tristan was truly saying to him and not not even necessarily to him just in general but oof I don't know. Does anybody else have anything to add before we close out this show tonight? (laughs) Because, dang. Mm. Well, no, Um, I got one thing. Go ahead, baby.
1: Wes is is so goddamn professional. Well, baby, when you get that pain slip in a few weeks, child, a few months, I hope you're professional about that. Allegedly.
2: Child.
1: (laughs) I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure Frank is just up here like, This is a favor for Laura, allegedly. This is a favor for Laura, allegedly. I'm just trying to wait, I'm just trying to wait. He can't wait till that last 13 week cycle. Like, look, girl, he'll be all
0: right. Good girl. uh, Look, you know, wait until that Pine Valley reboot starts filming later this year. And there you go, send his ass, Frank can say, Frank can call Wes into his office. Look, baby, I called in a favor for you. I called in a favor. You can go over to Pine Valley next door, okay? There you go. I
2: already know he was in the parking lot.
0: Was the parking lot.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I can, I can see him. God, he is a little bit old. but he
0: No, he play. can't be like, he can't be like Kendall's kid, <laughs> but he could yeah. play, you know, somebody like, you know, if one of the Brints had a kid, I don't know how old Charlie Brent would be now.
3: New JR, something like that. I don't
0: know. Yeah, so there you go. He can yeah. be Jr. There yeah,
3: he, he
1: could be Jr Chandler. Because like I said, I, I was thinking of little Sam Gray. He's a little too old to be Sam,
0: but yeah. Yeah, just a bit. But you know, he he can play younger usually, you know, yeah. because I tell you what, Wes has unlocked the secret at Sephora or something because his skin is popping. <laughs>
1: yeah, because yeah, they wes is what 40, 41, and he looks he like he can pass for about 34, 35.
0: Yeah. He looks really good. He's a decent looking man. Oh yeah. Laura, we ain't
1: mad at you, girl.
0: Yeah, Laura, honey, when he popped in on the Zoom interview and gave you that kiss, girl. Ew. I'm like, girl, you better make that chicken. Okay. Oh, that was like the best interview ever. I love Laura. Um, how you doing, Laura? <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, D, where can they find you?
2: You can find me being a lesbian.
0: At TNZDB. <laughs> Outstanding <ingenue. laughs> Um Tigs, where the can bad, they find you? The, the bin
1: master part two. The yeah, part I was
0: going to say it's not the best. We're going <laughs> in another direction.
1: <laughs> the bin master part two. Waiting on some more shit to go down talk and talk shit.
0: I know. Hopefully next week we can do that one. Right. Y'all stay silent at the mouse house, you hear? <laughs> Um, and then, Alan, what about you, darling? Where can they find you? You can read
3: my review of Superman mm-hmm. Lois episode two at tvswarfsmagazine.com. You can follow me at Alan's on Twitter.
0: Wonderful. And Alan, do we know what your next column is going to be about for the soaps?
3: Oh, my soap column is going to be about 10 best current characters on di- soaps right now. I'm not going to really? be talking about 20 years ago. I'm talking about right now.
0: I like it. I'll have to read it when it comes out. When is it out?
3: Uh, the last Monday of March.
0: Okay, cool. I'm gonna definitely
3: you Yo, we end like soap articles.
1: I've been reading yeah. of his like DC article because he's so passionate about the damn DC shows. Like, I mean, I love DC too, but I'm more on the cartoon spectrum. Like, I don't really like the live action. Like, I like the cartoons, but like, Alan, you will think Clark Kent was like his cousin twice removed. Goddammit, that, mo-
0: <laughs> That's that how mo- much I tell you, between. Between soaps and DC, Alan's the second coming to Mimi Torquin. Okay. (laughs) Alan Alan Sarapa Torkin is what he needs to change.
1: No, Alan, you really could start your own like DC like blog because you know all the actors, the directors. Yeah, you know who you know who got Ben Affleck's latte wrong when he was playing Batman. You know all
0: that shit. Alan's (laughs) like, so you know. The camera was originally supposed to go here, but it accidentally went here and they kept the okay. blueprint. Uh, like, oh yeah, Gal Gadot had about four pieces in as Wonder Woman.
1: It was five, <laughs> but they took one out. I'm like,
0: <laughs> because it didn't make sense to the source material.
2: Exactly. To those of y'all that don't watch the CW or any comic book shows, I apologize in advance. I know this is extremely boring for you. <laughs> I'm just saying. We're just
1: loving, on, just loving
2: on Alan a little bit. I'm just saying, for those of y'all that don't watch, I apologize, because I know you're like, what? I came here for the soaps. Don't come up in my mentions. Don't come soaps up in and my McCain. That's all I'm saying. Ain't nobody on here came up in here for Megan yes! McCain. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> Not even us. You're Not even us. I just, had to, I just had to add her because we had too many soap topics. <laughs> Look, when I want some good pork chops, I go to Whole Foods, not the veal. <laughs> there you go again, food analogy. Um, but anyway, you can follow me at KCS Hutch and you can, of course, always follow our show at the chat underscore podcast. Uh, thank you to everybody who's followed us recently. Um, it means a lot to us that, you know, people are coming out and supporting us. That's awesome. We love all of you. And next week, Back, so we'll see you then.
3: Bye,
1: bye, guys, and thank you for listening to us Bitch, and moan. We're in good company.
2: Have fun with your fried chicken and your watermelon, and watch out for those
0: ghetto clanks. All right, I it, say it's on Instagram.
1: And and anybody, anybody
0: else, anybody else?
1: Make sure you get, your- else, else. <laughs> sure you get right.
0: your to be with ice, bro. He's he like, Let me come for real quick. Let me come. To- <laughs> good night, okay. everybody.
1: Good night, y'all.